Joining us now, he's part of a new show coming to. It's not going to be very funny. I don't. Nah, think. No. just you know, two guys who never make you laugh. No. Uh, Faraday and McGinnis. So, John McGinnis, uh, welcome into the golf shop. Hey, John. Couldn't get that other guy, could you? No. <laughs> I, I do have his number. You know, it wasn't like it was so easy to get in touch with you either, man. I mean, you know, well, you, you you guys started reaching out, and we were both in the Bahamas. <laughs> really. Uh, yeah, I mean that's where we did the first show. Well, I guess that I takes pre- I guess that takes precedent over a, a, a lo- you know a, a show with fourteen affiliates. I guess it does. I don't know. I'm kind of partial <laughs> to what we're doing here. <laughs> I understand. Well, see, you guys should have come to the Bahamas. Yeah, that's what it is. And then we could all done it together. Oh, well, that's if, true. If that's a real offer, we'll be, we're on our way the next time you go down there. See, but if I had gone to the Bahamas, I'd have just gone to the beach. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, um, we we were all staying the the Golf Channel crew and SiriusXM crew. We were staying at this place I had never been before, uh, Baja Mar, and they've got a Vegas style casino right on the beach. It's uh, it's a little more fun than it should be. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're not you you weren't bringing home your winnings, were you? No, no. Uh, let's let's just say that on weeks like that, the wife just tells me to break even. <laughs> hey, smart lady. <laughs> and so, you said, sure, I did. Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> so, man, yeah, uh, how did this new show yeah, come about? That's, that's, what, I, that's what I want to know. Well, uh, I mean, obviously, uh, the folks at SiriusXM have uh, really – poured effort into the golf programming, which is awesome. I mean, we have the Masters, we have the U.S. Open, we have the PGA Championship, uh, we just did the Ryder Cup. Uh, we do, you know, the PGA Tour, uh, have the PGA Tour rights every week, although that's pr- actually produced by the PGA Tour. But then, you know, Gary McCord has a show, and uh, Greg Norman used to have a show, and, uh, you know, big names. I've worked with Craig Stather and, mm-hmm. and Dave Stockton. So, you know, the one guy that they hadn't gotten at this point was – arguably the most popular broadcaster out there in David Ferry. Right. And, uh, and so I, I don't, I can't tell you much about the discussions, but I do know that at some point they said, well, he said, well, I don't want to do this alone. I don't want to fill an hour every Monday night by myself. Right. Um, and they said, well, who would you like to work with? And, uh, he looked at our roster of people and actually asked my boss, do you think McGinnis can stay sober that late? <laughs> <laughs> and, he, and, he, and he said, maybe. And, and, and he said, absolutely not. <laughs> and, and they said, well, probably. So there you go. Uh, that's how that came up. And of course, you know, when I got that phone call, I, yeah. you're kidding, right? Yeah, right. Uh, and for the first time, I mean, like there were press releases and things and quotes from like bosses, like, you know, big, big bosses. And I was like, I didn't even know they knew my name. Right, right. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, uh, no, it's great. I'm, I'm so excited about it. You know, he is such a goofball. We've known each other for, for 25 years. Wow. And, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm a huge fan of what he does. Mm-hmm. He, he's probably the most generous guy in the business. Really? Um, and he doesn't. It, it, the last thing in the world he ever expected to be was a star. Right. And if you're ever with him, um, somewhere where you know fans come up and approach him, he, he just he, he he's incapable of of not acknowledging them. Of That's not pretty awesome. Saying hello, um, you know, on the golf course they had to pull him off the golf course. He it, it was it was hard for 
uh, him to broadcast the final couple of groups when, you know, half the weeks he was more famous than the two guys playing. Wow. And so they put him in a booth where he belongs, and he's doing great there for for NBC. Um, but I'm a huge fan of David Ferry, yeah. and I'm honored that that you know he picked me in the amusing way that he did. John, is he just as funny off the air, uh, off mic, or off camera than he is on? I think he's funnier. Is he? I think he's a little more guarded. You know, he has, you have to be right. He he has no malice. You know, you know, most of us are funny because we're we're picking on people. <laughs> that's not that's not how he is. Yeah. He, he has a, a way with words that he can make ordering a cheeseburger funny. And uh, I've never met anybody like him. You know, he does these comedy shows, and this is actually a vehicle for him to to express it uh, and, to, and to tell people where he's going to be, which is great. But he does these comedy shows, and uh, I mean. He is a stand-up comedian in those shows. Mm. And he told me at dinner last week, you know, the most nervous he's ever been in his life is every single one of those shows 15 minutes before he goes on. Wow. Yeah, but if you're not, John, it's like everything. If you're not nervous about it, it doesn't mean a whole lot to you, So wait, is he he the guy throwing up in the trash can 15 minutes before (laughs) they go out and play? I, I don't know that he's that uh, that he's there uh, anymore. I mean, after all, he did quit drinking. Uh, but <laughs> we know he's sober all the way through the end of the show. <laughs> uh, but uh, you know, he said, you know, there, there's a there's a level of anxiety about it because you know all these people paid money, and he said it's my name on the on the wall, and yeah. I I have to go be funny for two hours. But, and I said. Yeah. But you are, you know, and, he, and <laughs> yeah. I said, have you ever bombed? And he said, well, not really, but it's coming. <laughs> By the way, you know, in the press releases that I've read, they talk about his professional golf career, but they don't talk about yours. You know, people forget that I played on the PGA Tour. Right. And, uh, that's okay. A lot of my family forgets that, too. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I, I can tell you this. I, I played the PGA Tour long enough that they pay me every month now that I'm, a, right. a, I'm of a certain oh, age. Yeah. Uh, so I played long enough to get in the retirement program. And, Good for you. Uh, I mean, uh, look, the fact of the matter is I'm proud of, of uh, the, the fact that I got to the tour. Yeah. Um, when I look at it now and covering the tour, I mean, doing doing my show, the Cape Town Beginner Show, five nights a week, and, and seeing the kids uh, that, that are playing. If I had known then what I know now, I never would have made it. Right. I would have known the odds stacked against me. But I was just a kid from Durham who went to East Carolina, you know. Um, I didn't know any better. I saw Len Matisse at Wake Forest and said, you know, I think I could be that good. I yeah. saw David Duvall at Georgia Tech. I said, I think I could be that good. Uh, turns out I was wrong in both cases. <laughs> <laughs> he must I got have, close enough. He, see, if you're talking about all those guys, then you must have rolled over to Clemson at some point and said, oh, I see that guy green at, Greeny at Clemson. I'm much better than yeah. that guy. See, there's, there, know, the there's the big is, head of the host here, man. <laughs> You couldn't you couldn't see anybody on that team but Chris Patton. Yeah, right. well, that's true. <laughs> that's what that's where I thought he was going with that whole that whole thing. <laughs> I always say people forget Patton was number two on that team yeah. to Kevin Johnson when I was there. Right, KJ was there, and uh, uh, Oswald Drotty was yep. was a heck of a player on that team. Yeah, uh, Nikki Getz, I yep. remember that wow. team. Yeah. Oh yeah, Bo Van Pelt. But John, don't you think everybody's kind of everybody that makes the tour kind of has the attitude that you did? Well, I can beat that guy, and I can beat that guy. So why can't I play on the tour? I would think that's kind of the norm, you know, because you have no idea how great these guys really are until you start seeing them play. 
Well, I, I felt like I could win on the PGA Tour right up until uh, my rookie year, uh, the BC <laughs> Open. I played the first two rounds with this kid. He enjoy golf club. Yeah, the enjoy. <laughs> and we've got to assume that's Tiger's one and only trip to Binghamton, New York. <laughs> right. I would uh, think, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, I saw him do things with the golf club that I, I didn't know possible. Right. I'll give you I'll give you a quick story. Third hole, par five. Yep. The first two holes are short par fours. You, you, you work it around. Uh, he hits a, kind of a pull into the trees on this par five, and it kicks out in the fairway. Uh, I get it down there to the corner, and I know if I get it to the corner, I've got 240 to the front, and 240 to the front, I can dribble my three-wood on the front edge. Uh, Tiger's ball's 30 yards behind me. And so he's got iron out. Obviously, he's laying up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he hits this two iron, and right when I thought it was going to start coming down, it rose again. Remember wow. those old guys? Oh, yes, yes. That, yes. that would do the, Well, his, his didn't do the double rise. This one did a triple rise. Wow. And it landed about four steps on the green. And I can't say, I can't ask exactly uh, what I asked Fluff, but uh, basically, <laughs> I said, Fluff, what the was that (laughs) and he said i know you're not asking it for advice john so i'll just tell you that's our two iron we carried about 275 unbelievable i said said, fluff i don't have a club that goes 275 and he said he said welcome to the tiger woods era (laughs) wow uh and now you know 30 for 40 percent of the players on tour have a two iron that goes 270 Uh, oh yeah yeah back then nobody did nobody's ever heard of such a thing right yeah it, it's just it's crazy. Yeah, and this is before before the advent of the Pro V One, Pro V Next, that that era of golf balls, way before. Right, right. It was crazy. I mean, he was yeah. playing the same ball I was. He right. was playing a Titleist Tour Pro, Yeah. Are you sure? Because are you sure he was playing the same ball as yeah. you? <laughs> After watching that thing go, a triple riser. I don't know. <laughs> the old yeah, Pro was, trajectory. Yeah, the Pro Trage. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, that's the thing is that uh, and, and again, now, if we're looking forward to 2022, what's what's the excitement level for you as we head into 2022? What are you looking forward to? Well, I'm, I'm part of this uh, this PGA Tour Live uh, group. Uh, I've been doing it since they started in 2015. And now we're with ESPN Plus. And so I won't be as lonely on the road. I was the only broadcaster in that TV compound, and now there'll be three or four because wow. there's four streams on ESPN+. Plus. Um, so I'll have somebody to, to drink with on the road, which is <laughs> nice. Um, so now you got to share your that, cooler. <laughs> but I, getting to do the featured groups coverage and walking with a group yeah. you know, at 7, 30, 8 o'clock on Thursday morning, uh, it's not like covering them on the weekend. You know, They come over and talk to you. You get to know them better. Um, you you their parent, you know, I've, I've talked with with uh, I got I've gotten to know the parents really well. Bob Kepka, Mike uh, Thomas, you know that that right. group of people. Scott Scheffler, because when you're walking with them, you know, even if it's the biggest group out there at eight thirty on Thursday morning, there's not a whole lot of folks. No, there's not. And I love that. I think that we have the greatest parity on the PGA Tour mm-hmm. we've had in. Since, since Greg Norman was number one in the world. Uh, I mean, if I told you Colin Morikawa was going to end the year number one next year, you'd say, okay. If I told you John Rahm was going to end the year number one next year, okay. you'd say, okay. Yeah. If I t- said that about Justin Thomas, I mean, there's there's a whole yeah. list of players that you could say that about. And, oh, by the way, we all think Tiger's going to play the Masters. So See, I, do. I, think, I think we have a pretty good year yeah. coming up. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm – 
I told these guys, we had a question about that earlier, and I, I feel like Tiger has so lack of, of push with that right leg right now that in, unless in February I see a dramatic difference, I don't know if I can see him going to the Masters. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm with you. I, I didn't I, I didn't get to see it in person down there in the Bahamas. I was I, When he was hitting balls, I was actually on the air. Um, but I would love to see it. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I'd in, love in to person. see it. Oh, God, yes. And I'll be watching this weekend, um, <laughs> oh, <yeah>. obviously. <laughs> well, you were talking about it. We're more uh, interested in seeing how Charlie's playing <laughs> than Tiger at this point. Right. I mean, imagine. I, I was friends and, and still friends with Dave Stockton Jr. and right. Kevin Stadler oh, and nice. uh, Brent Guyberger and, and, you know, these guys whose fathers had incredible careers on the PGA Tour. And they can't help, especially Kevin Stadler, since they look exactly the same. They yeah. can't help but live in the shadow mm-hmm. uh, of their father. And I'm curious to see how that affects uh, not only Charlie Woods if he decides to play professional golf, but there's no doubt that little John Daly wants to play professional yeah, golf. Yeah, right. Uh, and I, I just can't can't wait to see if they're able to to, to get past the family name and mm. and make a career for him. It's hard enough. Hardest hardest thing to do. Yeah, hardest thing to do. But yeah. don't you think Charlie has? Something he has a swagger about him that you that you don't see from a lot of the siblings of you know major professional athletes, and I think sometimes that might be the difference. You know, he's got the giving the needle to Justin Thomas like Tiger does. Right. He has more of that outward. I've got game, and I'm going to let you know that I got it, kind of thing. I, I agree wholeheartedly with that. At twelve years old, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a couple of there's a couple of things he's going to be introduced to uh, about sixteen and uh, maybe seventeen. This generation's a little be, slower than we were. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and and uh, one of those is a stronger pull than gravity. And we're going to see how he navigates those waters. Until you get tell you what it is either. Yeah, well, I, th- I think our audience is probably good enough to and, figure that. And one by out. the way, there you go, folks. That's why the show on Sirius XM is going to be so phenomenal. <laughs> yeah. uh, so you know, it, it's it. I don't want to put too much on him. I just want to watch him have fun this yeah, weekend. Right. Um, Everybody else is going to put all that on him. How about this? A couple of weeks ago on, on my show, I had Johnny Bench on. Wow. I met Johnny Bench uh, wow. uh, at a bunch of charity events. Super guy. Uh, and Johnny, at the time, this is before we'd heard anything from Tiger, before he posted the golf swing, uh, Sam and uh, and Johnny's kid play on the same touch football team. Wow. And so Charlie, I mean, so Tiger and, and Johnny Bench are sitting in the bleachers together for the last couple of months. And he said, you know, he's been watching the progress. And he was the first person we heard say, yeah, you know, he's, he's really thinking about a comeback. And we've talked about that because I had to come back from so many injuries. And I was like, holy crap. Yeah, I know. Uh, how cool is that? Yeah, very much. Yeah. So, well, John, we always appreciate you coming on. Uh, again, tell everybody when the show is. Uh, we're going to do Monday nights at 7 o'clock starting the 3rd of January, every Monday, reaction to the week. You know, we we'll probably won't even talk about the golf tournament that happened that week, no unfairity, but we'll find something to talk about, I promise you. I'm sure you will. Well, we always appreciate the time, John. We hope to catch up with you again soon. Thanks. Thank, Thank you, John.